going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do. We're back again with us. Baba. It's your boy Munya. I'm back in the building. What are we saying, lads? We out here, man. Good. What's good, people? Active. Oh man, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's in the air today, but I'm feeling good. I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. But I'm feeling mm. good, man. Yeah, Tabo, what are you say, my bro? Come on, come on. I've been smiling the whole day. <laughs> yeah, a couple of men checked in the W hotel, a couple of men got told, hey, the credit card ain't insufficient funds. They said, get out of here, man. Um, yeah, man, it's been a big week of football, as you all guys know. Um, football's coming left, right and centre, and there's a lot to keep up. So we're going to go straight into it, and we're going to go straight into the Euro- Europe games. Um, Liverpool um, had their second leg fixture. Andy, talk to us, bro. Um, I think you can agree with many Liverpool fans, it was quite frustrating, um, but you guys managed to break through and get the goal. Yeah, um, watching that game, you could just tell that Leipzig just wanted to to hit us. They just wanted to came out of the blocks quick, uh, try to attack the our right hand side again as usual, Trent side. But you, you know, it wasn't to be. First half was extremely frustrating. We missed our chances. Um, they had a couple of chances as well, but I think overall we defended well. Um, second half it was the same story, but eventually we came, we saw, we conquered. Man, gave them. Gave them two, two nil, wasn't it? Two else, man. Yeah, man. Salah, Salah, Mane again. Yeah. Um, you, you, you mentioned the good point. Um, you said they tried to attack Trent. Char, I'm going to come to you, man, because as we all know, you've been very critical. Do you think teams are now looking to target Trent more than Robinson? <laughs> been like that. Probably target every single, every, every, every single one of their that battle recently. To be honest, but um, nah, I think um. Uh, yeah, I've always think it's been like that. Yeah, uh, as Drew said, I always think if you're gonna if you're planning, I think even when Van Dijk and stuff was um, was um, fit and obviously Gomez, I think if you're planning which areas to probably exploit in the, in the Liverpool team is always that re- their right hand side, um, simply because I think it's usually Gomez and um, Trent over over on that side. Um, but I think it's more alarming now um, if you watch Liverpool. Um, they yeah they have no fear going down that side. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think he's out of two wing, um, wing backs, Robertson and and Trent. He he's probably definitely the weakest defensively. But in that game, yeah, bro, as a collective, we defended well, man. That was one of the few games where I was like, yeah, we 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 held oh, back wow. on the Leipzig because Leipzig were there was a point where they were just coming in at waves. But Phillips played well, Kabak played well, Trent especially also played well, Robertson as well. So I was yeah, it's pretty happy with our defensive performance that game. So through to the next round, um, would you say now, looking at your league position, what what what's the priority? Um, Champions League or the, the actual league not itself? Not get relegated. Bro, <laughs> I can't oh. lie to you. Yeah, the priority is not to enter that UEFA conference because if we enter that, yeah, that's a, that's shameful, bro. What's the positions for that again? I don't know, boy, but we're there. <laughs> that's what I know. As well, doesn't it? On the uh, for that. What's that? It depends on who wins the cups for the for the car around the FA Cup for the positions for the that's true, Europe that's true, League well. and all that. But I think it's seventh for the Six, yeah seventh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, man, we're in and around. Um, I think Champions League is a realistic target, knowing who we are. Um, but yeah, in regards to the Premier League top four, let's see how we do against Wolves today. Um, then I'll get back to you on that, man. And sticking on that um, Premier League game, obviously you guys will be kicking off later um, against Wolves. Um, now, what's your expectations going to that game? Because Wolves have been quite tricky. They've been quite up and down. Um, as you know, they beat Arsenal. They give teams a hard, a hard game, get draws out of teams. I think they've done the double against Chelsea. I'm not sure. Uh, um, we drew and lost. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, you know, they've given the big teams um, some tough games. Now... Jota, I think this is the first time he's played against Wolves since he yep. moved. Yeah. Yeah, so he's going to have one to prove, but they're also going to want to push me back to him. Do, do you see this being a smooth sailing game? Um, To be honest, we have a very good record against Wolves. We've got back-to-back doubles against them. So, uh, 
naturally this game is going to be totally different. <laughs> I've lit- I've actually got no hope, but at the same time, I feel like, you know... Um, I think it's players- a comfy dub for you lot. Yeah, I mean, if the players have sense, if they see Chelsea drop points, um, they yeah. know that the Spurs also drop points, so they know that if they win, they can be they can have a sniff again for the top four. So they need to go all out, man. I'm, I'm saying 2 0 win, man. Salah and Jota. All right, say no more. Uh, we, 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 um, so moving against your noisy neighbors, who you are, you know, you've been having some back and forth in the week with um, Prez, Man United. I'm, I'm gonna stick with you, Peter, as well. Um, yeah. boy. You guys had a, you know, Charles said it uh, when you saw the fixture, AC Milan would be a hard game. But coming into the game, Milan had a lot of injuries. Now, that obviously gave you guys some positives. Um, you you should have probably, the, the draw was probably the fair result. Would you say no? Yeah, absolutely, man. I think for, for large parts of the game, um, AC Milan were, were the better team. And um, especially in that first half, uh, they were getting in behind quite a lot through uh, Rafael Leal, um, the man who was leading the line for them. Um, and yeah, there was just, uh, you know, various opportunities opportunities early on for AC Milan to, to get to get in behind and test our keeper. Um, and they were actually quite unlucky to have um, that goal from Frank Jesse, who balled out, by the way, um, to have that goal disallowed. Um, it was a nice uh, half volley that he took really well and the goal was uh, ruled out uh, from VAR. But I think, yeah, generally, all in all, um, there wasn't really... It, yeah, there were, it was a fair result, I think, 1-1. Um, they got their goal in the end. Diallo had to come on and rescue us, getting his first uh, senior goal for the team. Goal, it was a really, 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 really good goal. Uh, intelligent finish. Reminded me of... Um, Oh, I don't. I don't know if you remember Chicharito a few years back against yeah, I think yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, that goal actually. Yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> kind of took it in. At, uh, took on the header in a weird angle, so it kind of reminded me of that. But yeah, it's kind of a shame that we had to. You know, obviously Martial went off injured and Diallo came on second half, but um, you know we had to kind of rely on you know a fairly inexperienced youngster who is you know bags of talent. Granted, but I feel like we had enough talent on the pitch to. Uh, to get the game uh, wrapped up uh, at home, especially, but we didn't do that. So um, we're now under pressure um, coming into the to the second leg, uh, going to to AC's ground, San Siro. So um, yeah, we'll we'll wait and see what happens uh, second leg. Um, just want to touch on your new star boy. Um, obviously, you, you there referenced it to Chicharito. It was a an intelligent finish. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's what you want to see, you know. It was I, I said it at the time. It's going to be like it's built for him. I think was it Marshall that came off a half on an injury? Marshall, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he comes on. You're just thinking, um, boy, like this is it. Tabo, what 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 did you what did you make of it? And um, the young lad coming on at half time and then doing that. Yeah, man. I think we kind of spoke about it in the group chat. Um, I was really happy for the for the guy. I always like to see young players prosper, man. Um, but yeah, great, great finish as Prez said uh, with uh, some chicharito loves. Um, definitely uh, commend him. Let's see um, if he's going to get any more chances and uh, what he can do for the for the rest of the season, man. So the second um, picture is obviously the return leg in Milan. Char, how do you see that going? Boy, uh, yeah, no, I think it's um, it's if we're going by statistics, um, then our our away record is is pretty good. Um, I, I'm actually approaching most away games thinking we we should be able to get a result. Um, whether we do um, is another thing, but I think we've got the big news. I think more than anything else, I think we've got five players back fit. I think BZ might be fit. Cavani, um, yeah. Marshall. Um, and I think the fan debate is going to be fit, so that's just massive for us, anyway. Um, so yeah, I think we could. I think, I think, I'm confident, um, but I'm not overly confident because, in the, the day, it's still a massive stadium. They might not have been as good as they what they've been in, in previous years, but they're still AC Milan. Um, so you've got to play the game and not necessarily the occasion. Um, but I'm confident. Ah, cool. So obviously, it's going to be a tricky game. We've been interested to see how you guys. Zatla might be back. I don't know if anyone's been catching the news. There's uh, no yeah. updates about um, Zatlan if he's going to be available for that game. I think it's hit and miss still. I think it's hit and miss. Monyo, who's back? Who? Zlatan. 
But yeah, no, I think it's hit and miss for now. But um, hopefully he's not, obviously. But it'll be good to see him. Ah, cool. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. And obviously, in episode 56, we'll have the results. Um, Our big... Our our, our forward um, C slide is actually unavailable. But luckily, we have a part-time resident Spurs fan. That's... um, (laughs) Our boy Toast, what are you saying, Toastin? <laughs> you man are a bunch of fools, I can't lie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Spurs had their um, first game um, against Dynamo. Is it Dynamo Zagreb? That's the one. Um, easy routine win for them. Your boy, Sir Harold's bags. Yeah, I mean. What, what was the score? What was the score of the game? Uh, 2-0. 2-0. I, I think he scored twice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, when, when you get Harry Kane playing instead of Vinicius in these like rounds of the, of the tournament, you know, you get into like the crunch time in it. So I'm not surprised that Mourinho put out a pretty strong side, man. But yeah, uh, 2-0, pretty comfortable and victory for Tottenham, man. No surprises, really. What what I found funny about that is after the game, you know, leading up to the North London derby, which we'll go into soon, Mourinho does his usual um, mind games. Now, Jake, as a Chelsea fan, how did you find it? Because Mourinho was trying to tell us that Harry Kane might be injured and giving Arsenal fans a bit of hope. Um, how, how did you find it as a Chelsea fan when you were with Mourinho and on all these mind games? Did you, did you enjoy them or did you think they're quite pointless? First time round, I loved them. I thought they were hilarious, but this was obviously like a new experience, wasn't it, back then, uh, his bravado. But then, I mean, Mourinho's changed. You look at Mourinho's career, and ever since the Madrid scandal and saga that he had, like he's been awful for it. He's gone to a new level of rubbish, I'll put it. Like, and first year and second year at Chelsea, but then you think of the third year with Hazard, Costa and Fabregas all getting injured and him putting them as scapegoats. You think of the United years, like I'm pretty sure present Char is still haunted by that. Every day. And now yeah. it's the exact same, it's the exact same at Spurs. Like he always promises to be positive and he's turned over a new leaf. He's a new man. And then he just delves right back into it. I mean, I messaged the boys after the game and it was a Sky Sports headline about Jose's article. And it still works to a degree, but he's blaming the loss on the big players not turning up, which happened, but then the referee being tired. <laughs> what? <laughs> like how? How? Like, but that's obviously his talking point. It's it is ridiculous. Like I said, as a Chelsea fan, first time around, I loved it, but you can sense he is getting boring. Now. Yeah, mm. it's no longer entertaining. It's just like. Allow it now. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. So over to Tottenham's noisy neighbours, um, Arsenal. We had our fixture um, against a team. It was funny because, boy, the trolls. I know Andy had a burner account there. People mm-hmm. were saying how Arsenal turned this into a revenge game. As you know, sadly, um, <laughs> or for Arsenal fans anyway, Olympiacos locked us out last year of this group. Um Still pains me now, 120th minute. Um, yeah, so we had the chance to go back to Greece. And yeah, I'll say it, get, get some revenge, obviously. Like, they knocked us out. We need to get them back. Um, Arsenal became eventual winners. After a sticky game, as per, you know, we just don't learn from our mistakes. We give away goals again. Um, we took the lead, which was good. First time for a while. And yeah, Leno, um, I think we, we discussed it in the Burnley game. You had to say it was Xhaka. Leno had a bit of blame in that one. But this goal that we conceded, it was all Leno. I mean, I've been Leno's number one fan, but he has to learn from this one. Um, giving the ball straight back into it. Um, Shalom, what did you take from the comeback from the boys, though? Um, it's typical Arsenal. Um, we always end up being our worst enemy. And if you kind of pull back the the games which we've done well but then shot ourselves like the Wolves game um, it's just typical Arsenal and like I said last time um, that Jacker mistake against Burnley I still hold um, Leno partly responsible as well as Jacker for that mistake and the same thing um, kind of read its ugly head again against um, Olympiakos but in terms of the game itself 
we 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 should have won that game. Olympiacos are really bad, and they're champions of Greece. They're compared to compared to Arsenal, they're really bad. So it, it was, we should have won that game. But Jesus Christ, um, Gabriel's header, wow, wow, what a header, man! Yeah, that yeah. was a great header. What a header! That was a nuts header. So embarrassing from the Olympiacos, but they're trying to say it was a foul, but he just outleaped the fella. He just like, did. It's it's nuts because the only the only the only kind of strategy you can do there is what what's his name did just lay down there and cry to the ref and hope yeah, Val kind of, yeah Mvia did and Val bust you out of prison but clearly that didn't happen we take it um but yeah it was a game which we we should have won we did win but in Arsenal fashion we had to make it hard for ourselves and which we did so it, it had everything so yeah Arsenal fan can't complain and it's again good to see Arsenal show some character Come back from a goal down, and even so, not even from a goal down to to get that equaliser, but to get three goals. I mean, <laughs> this is Arsenal, so I say this with a pinch of salt. More or less, we're through to the next round. We've obviously got to play the other game. Um, what I did like though is um, the the first goal for Arsenal, Martin Odegaard. I mean, me and Tabo have been praising him, but a certain man, Mitchell. You're telling him to get taken off. <laughs> but that Mitch right. don't know ball. That's I've the been thing. For, I've been for this, man. Mitch, you always, Mitch just, he just this. says enough in it. He says bare stuff in it. So like one yeah, lands out of like Obviously, 10. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. He did start playing well after about 20 minutes. Um, But I'm, I'll say this and I'm not going to be the only one that's going to say it, to be honest. In the first 15 to 20 minutes, he just was not performing. He was giving away the ball in good positions. I know he obviously had the best passing percentage, whatever it is, but he was giving away the ball when we were in an advanced position and he, he's meant to be the creator in the team. So if he's not doing the job, I'll be the first to say any player. I agree with that. I, I ah, agree with you on you that. But let saying, me... So Andy, Andy, you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But let me tell you why Odegaard is probably top two best players. Because he's actually someone that you need. And in that Spurs game, I, obviously you guys are going to touch on that, but... Um, in the Spurs game, it was even more evident that in the Olympiacos game, where him exactly. and Emil Smith, Emil Smith Rowe really bounced off each other. In the Olympiacos game, who is doing what he did with that goal? No one. This is what. That's, that's so what he's someone that you need, bro. He's he's the X factor in your yeah. team. Now I wouldn't say he's the X factor. Mm. He's not no, the X factor. He's a, he's pivotal. He's pivotal in the way we play now. But I wouldn't say he's the X factor. But Mitch, have you considered? Mitch, have you considered that obviously, as we said before, that he hadn't played for six months, so obviously he had to get his groove. He's in a new league, but so far, like you can't, you can't deny that. Yeah. You can see that he's progressing uh, as each game goes on. Like he's getting stronger exactly. and stronger. Do you guys think he makes? What I want everyone, Go. all the listeners, to understand, please. I, it's not I'm against Odegaard. I'm not against. I want Arsenal players to do well. Bro, we hear you. We hear you in the clubhouse, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. So what, do you, do you, yeah, Arsenal you man, think he, he makes you guys better? No, or do you I, think I, he's playing well? Shot. This is what I'm saying to you. No, he's I playing think, well. But I think I next think, year, like if he's to stay on. I think Smith Rowe can do exactly. He can, like, when we were playing with Smith Rowe, with Odegaard down the middle, we were still uh, we were a team that was improving. And it's the same now. We're a team that's improving. But Can I say two different types of players, which gives let, us let him land, let him land. It's not a bad thing. We've got two options. We've got Sim Smith who can run beyond the the, the attacking mm. lines, mm. break the defensive lines. Whereas mm. Odegaard likes to lay in front of the defenders, so I don't mind it. Especially when you have both of them on the pitch, it's even better. It's sick, man. Yeah, as you said, yeah, as you exactly. said, with both of them on the it's pitch, sick. I feel like that could be a combination that could work with in the future going on. And obviously, if, if Odegaard carries on performing like this, I feel like maybe it may not be a permanent, but we might be able to still keep him uh, next season, uh, for, like for the for the remainder of next season, like how Danny stayed. But yeah, man. Uh, you so yeah. Yeah. Smith Rowe, though. Emil. Emil, my guy. Come on. <laughs> Emil. <laughs> It, it, it worked. Like, Tabo, you just said it there. I think it worked having them both on the pitch. Um, personally, I think Odegaard does make us better. Yeah. Um, I think so too, I, man. I, I see it in him. Like, you know, he can change the game. He's done it against Olympiacos. Yes, the goal will go into the game yesterday. It hit deflection. But, you know, he's he's got that. And with Emil, I think well, alongside Shalom, one of the biggest sport supporters for him is Martin Keogh. He loves the guy. Um and I see like, what Shalom says. Like, I, I didn't really see it myself. 
but especially in the North London Derby, which again, I, let's just go straight into it, man. Um, obviously, <laughs> as you guys all know, it was a big one, right? It was a big one, and um, big. I think big. I think, man, <laughs> I'm gonna get emotional I think because the game was a lot bigger way, than us for Arsenal. The the way is that the way our season's been. And, you know, people yeah. may look at it like, oh, what, is this your cup final? Mm, you could say that, but it's been a really poor season for Arsenal. And had we lost this game, yeah, it would have just yeah. dented the whole season. I mean, not saying, obviously, Prez loves to say this. We've jumped from 10th to 10th. Um, mm-hmm. where, where we're putting pressure on Villa and, <laughs> dare I say it, Liverpool. Um <laughs> Yeah, Moody. I mean, we, we are, we're yeah, only four lot. points. We're only yeah. four points off um, Tottenham, by the way. Yeah, that I, want, I was going to say this, but you <laughs> know, the, you know, they say the league never lies. But I think in Arsenal's position, I'm. I don't think. I don't think it is. I think it's lying, because in most yeah. in most situations, let me hear me out. Shalom's been very optimistic about his team, boy. Hear me <laughs> out. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me. Out. I think, like I said earlier, that we we tend to shoot ourselves in the foot. So we are our own, like, author of our mistakes and our own downfall. So if we take that out of the equation, I think Arsenal are doing better than we that the league shows. That's my position. You, so you, I, you lost a lot of games early, man. That may, yeah, yeah, those that, games that killed us. That, that actually you, makes yeah. true, because true. We, as you said, that we've just given it away. Like, we have the stats up showing we have the most errors leading to goals. We eliminate that. We pick up. Be points, honest. But... To be honest, for someone that like I'm, like you guys know my thoughts and feelings towards Arsenal in it. If I'm being like very subjective in it, a lot of the games you guys actually have lost, you don't get ripped in it. Is by the mistake or by the. And we shouldn't have lost them. It's games cards. we shouldn't have lost. You don't get ripped. I do get. Yeah, I yeah, do look look at Burnley. Burnley's three points. Day. We could be here all day talking about that. The Leicester game, we get them one chance to score. Uh, Burnley, yeah, Wolves. I do agree with that. We, we just need However, to learn. Mistakes are part of football. Sorry, so what's that, Char? Mistakes are part of football, so you can't necessarily just it, say... No, oh, no, it, it, it is, it is. But we, we make it... <laughs> we, we make more oh, mistakes than the average team. And I think Prez's point was, the, what, what was uh, key to say that we lost um, a lot of games early on which have put us in this situation. I think now. you lost like you lost like eight games by Christmas. That's like ridiculous, man. Yeah, or something and, like that. And that was kind of like in a row, if you think about it. It was yeah. like we, we hadn't collected anything, plus there was no goal. So it was really a stinky sort of um I think it was after the, the first um five games. After that, that's when it just went all downhill after the Man United game. Mm-hmm. Um but since then we've also picked up uh, you know, we've been picking up in form and uh, and winning games. Obviously, a, a couple of um, L's and draws here and there, but the form has been what we expected at the start of the season. I'd say so. Yeah, it but, can only um, get better. But yeah, hopefully, more on yesterday's um, big result. I think you know it just gives us the hope that we. I said as we we can put pressure on the teams above us. Um, we went we went down Mitchell. I mean. Actually, no, Toast, boy, I know this is quite hard for you because obviously we, we, we played your second team. <laughs> um, it was written, wasn't it? The way we started attacking, um, Emil Smith roll hits the bar with a great shot and then typical Tottenham, one chance, one goal. What a goal, by the way. Like I'm a footballing man and i got to clap my hands for Eric Lemela. Great goal, man. That I scream, man. Yeah. So, Toastic, how did you find the response from your team, man? Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Um, it was a great, it was a great response, man. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, like you pointed out, when Emil Smith Rowe um, hit the bar and we were kind of having most of the possession, Tottenham didn't even have a shot. I think in the first 30 minutes up until the Lamella goal, um, I was thinking, man, it's gonna be one of those days, man. This is this is just the history of the Arsenal, you know. But it was a great response, um, a well taken goal from Odegaard. Yeah, it was a deflection, but. I think in those positions, you just have to be confident enough to get your foot on it. And I always say, like, hit the target, yeah. if you don't, if you hit the target, you know what I mean? Like, there's a chance of the goal going in. Like, you, you look at the likes of Lacazette, who I'll get on to later, who is dummy in shots and there's no one behind him. There's no one calling him, like, just doing dumb, dumb stuff. So I'm, I'm glad that Odegaard was confident enough to, hit, to get the strike, you know? And, um, yeah, we obviously... We obviously went on to, to win the game. Um, some people think it was a dubious penalty. But again, if that was Kane down the other end, he, nobody would have batted an eyelid, you know. So 
I'm delighted that the boys like got got a result. Um, I think overall there's there's a lot of there's a lot of frustration like from my end in terms of I just still feel like the personnel we currently have are just kind of papering over cracks. Like I don't see I don't I don't see this side being the the Arsenal side of the future. Like and I'm I'm finding it very difficult at the moment to get behind a lot of the players because they're just simply not good enough, you know and yeah, it's a fantastic result in a derby, but next game, these are the same players that people will be screaming screaming at the TV at and sending voice notes in a group chat at. So I, I, it's difficult to get too you high. You have to name names, close, man. Or too low. <laughs> it's difficult to get too high or too low with this Arsenal team at the moment, man. Because like I said, I'm, I'm just struggling to get behind a lot, of, a lot of these players who are just not good enough. Like, simple, man. I mean, like, we just won the North London Derby and it feels like we lost. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the thing is, like, you, 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 boys, you boys say I'm, I'm a Tottenham fan, hey. I'm this, I'm that. But the thing is, like, I've come from seeing the team winning league titles, you know. So for me, my standards are always going to be high, you know. Like, Arsenal Bro, attempts. He's adding the young boys. No, no. Can I just say? For me, <laughs> sorry, one, one last thing, Mitch. Someone pointed out at the beginning of the weekend, win, lose or draw, Arsenal still going to be 10th. Like, that. that's not my football club, innit? Like, that's not something I've ever known, you know. So that's why I say it's, it's difficult to get too high or too low because regardless of result, we're, we're stuck in the mud. So. Okay. Toast, any positives? My, my, Just any positives for me? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, Odegaard, Odegaard is a positive, man. He's one of the players that I obviously, based on, like, for me, it's all well and good, like, playing well, doing well for the team, but he's a player in an attacking position, so you've got to be getting returns, you know, and he's been involved in quite a few, in, in I think, a goal in all, all three of our last three games, you know, so, yeah, yeah man. I've got, I've, got be, I've, got be, I've got to be positive, you know, so, yeah, definitely Odegaard is a positive, absolutely. Um, Yang dropped. Yeah, thanks, Prez. I was actually going to uh, mention that as well. Uh, man, you hear about it now? I hear, by the way. What's that? Uh, did you say before you covered the covered the actual story? Yeah, Arteta had to win that game yesterday. Just saying, like to justify after, the thing in it, bro. If he didn't, him, if yeah, he yeah, didn't win that game yeah, yesterday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then yeah, listen to this. Listen to this. Um, I feel like as well, Mitch uh, Mitch did touch on this yesterday. Um, I'm not sure if it was in Vaba or in a different chat, but he did speak on it to say, obviously, Arteta has to keep that um, that same kind of vim yeah, for or for yeah for um, Aubameyang because he's meant to be the captain, leading by example, and if he's um, kind of always if he's if he's constantly late or whatever, what example is that? And if he gets, yeah, if the facts are true, then yeah, no, I agree. That should happen. It's not not even that. The worst thing is, it's the North London derby. Like the biggest, our biggest game of this, like the season, you can't, you can't be late for that game as a cap, as a skipper. You just can't be impossible because you you know, every team has that one game that they always look forward to. When the fixture list comes out, this is the one for us. This is the one. Arsenal yeah. at home. Arsenal I, feel, at home against I, I against think he did the right thing, bro. I think he did yeah, the right exactly. thing. Obviously, obviously, as someone said, if he, if he <laughs> did lose, then obviously would have been complaining. But, but yeah. even even still, though, like um, I feel like Azet's probably the right man for this fixture um, compared to Obama. What I, find, what I find interesting, Manu, though, is just that, like, what was the, when was decision made? Because I find it mad that he probably prepared all week for well the couple of days he had uh, for the game against Tottenham, and then after what after like a disciplinary like situation. So this happened on the day. Um, this happened. Yeah, that's what day. I'm saying. So it's mad. Like he literally probably had to change his tactics the way he's going to approach their game on the day, probably on the bus or something. Like which I find quite mad the fact that like because their performance level was sick. I mean, I think it just touches on what someone was saying on the cl- in clubhouse that. Um, I think Peter Tabo was questioning if these these players care, and I think they they showed they cared yesterday. To be honest, yeah, man, uh, yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? We just have to see how Aubameyang um, responds to this. So obviously, three points for the Gunners. Um, obviously, as as well as Arsenal fans would agree, we're in a tough run of games at the moment. We have to take every, as many points as we can. Uh, we have our second leg return fixture against Olympiacos. Like I said, you know, we should more or less see off that game. 
and then I believe it's West Ham on the weekend. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting. Um, a team that did actually play West Ham on the weekend was Man United. Um, it wasn't the best of games, as I think Char. What would you what did you call it? A typical one nil or a, a yeah, it's smell of one nil, bro. You know, mm. at the end of the day, it's three points, and you, I think in a way now, Prez, don't bite at me. Um, the way you guys have been playing and not seeing off games, you did it. For, like, you actually did. Like, you've been getting a lot more draws recently, mm-hmm. and you held the one nil to the end, which is probably a positive, a massive positive for you to say that you weren't conceding sloppy late last minute goals like you did against Milan. Um, you saw at yeah. the game. Um, so it, not the best games, like I said, Char, but you got the three points. Were you happy though with the performance overall? Yeah, I actually, I actually was. Um, I think me and me and Prez were going sort of back and forth the other day about how we want United to sort of progress um, in terms of through the middle of the park, um, which I agree with. Um, but obviously, it's almost I'm saying sort of be careful what you wish for. But I do think yesterday's game, even though it was a one nil game, we were by and large in control. Um, I don't think West Ham posed any real danger. I think it was only until we went one nil up that they actually changed. They they turned it on. Um, I think they brought on Lanzini and Benarama, um, um, who sort of changed the complex of the way the game was going. However, um, yeah, I think it was a... It, sometimes the one-nil games are probably sometimes the most rewarding um, because it, look, we've I think now we've kept four king sheets in a row in the league. Um, we've obviously beat a team but our, our aspirations to get top four. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it wasn't probably the best game for the neutral um, but yeah it was a pleasing game I think for, for most Man United fans mm. anything to add on that one Prez? Uh, yeah I mean at the end of it I think there's there's been a few performances where I've been like what the, what the fuck is this but we got three points at the end of it so I, I can't really complain too much but yeah everything that Clara said was, was kind of spot on I feel like um, West Ham rolled the dice um, in the second half, by by bringing on Ben Rama and Lanzini and opening up the game a little bit more, trying trying to stretch us, and we were able to kind of beat their press and play a little bit more, um, and and get out in the in the channels. But um, yeah, we didn't we didn't we didn't convert the the many chances that we had in that second half through through uh, you know Greenwood and Dan James, but the chances were being created, which is a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, three, three three points is always good, man. Even though they may have lost the game, um, I think it was quite obvious obvious uh, of how good of a player Declan Rice is. Oh, man. Bring him That's to Old Trafford, man. <laughs> you got competition, though, because I'm pretty sure our boy Drew, he, he, he wants Declan at his club as well. Uh, eh? <laughs> <laughs> now, to be honest, now, to be honest, I wouldn't mind him because I've, I've been, uh, I've, I've not really been on the Declan Rice hype train. But I've promised, I've promised the lads that I'll be keeping a close eye on him. And I see his point, to be honest. Um, however, I do feel like his future is at centre-back because I don't feel like um, he's as good at progressing the ball from the back as people make out to be. I don't, I don't think he's good at that at all. But I think he's brilliant at recycling the ball, um, tackling, covering, um, interceptions especially. He's, yeah. he's local for all of that. And yeah, he's really so that. Ground, man. But I don't he think really like does. going forward, he creates a lot of chances for his team. And I don't know if that's his role, but people made it out to I be that. That's what the thing. I yeah. do think to an extent. Think about who he's playing with, um, Sojek. So, and I, I remember hearing um, at, um, like a little interview with Declan Rice where he was literally saying like he has to make the decision to be the holder um, because so he like he wants Sojek to go in and obviously yeah. make a difference in the other box. So I do think he, he is probably playing within himself a bit, but. I think for what he does, what he brings. Nah, but I, I mean, I mean, you do see him sometimes like venture forward or try yeah, to yeah, yeah. make mm-hmm. that pass, but it doesn't click, and then that's where I'm like, mm, you're, he's you're not, not. He's not. He's not technically. He's not technically terrible, but I, 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 yeah. I do agree with you yeah. that, like, in terms of like maybe with his penetrative passing and and yeah. and progressing the ball through his passing, he's probably not as adept as maybe I I initially thought as well. Yeah, so, but he's but he's good, man. I I, yeah. I hold my hands up, man. Yeah, I like him. I do think he's a sort of player that if he played in a better team, he'd be more. better. Yeah. More, yeah, I just think he'd be a lot more, because he'd have a lot more of the ball. He could probably be a bit a lot more progressive. Um, I think at West Ham, a lot of the games that he's probably playing, he has to play within himself in it. But but yeah, good player, man. I mean, like, 
adding towards that as well, he, he could be the potential replacement for Henderson. If I mean, I think Henderson will be fit for the Euros, but if not, yeah, um, he's he's a natural, natural higher. He's so going, he's, he's going for sure, anyway. We know oh, that. He's starting, yeah. man. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100. All right, cool. So, three points for United. Um, applying pressure for City. I mean, obviously, I won't go into too much whether <laughs> they can challenge City, but you know, all you can do is finish as close as you can to the team above you. And um, I think it's quite just a, it's a fair assessment of how far United have come. Although there are those critics, Shalom. I'm going to come to you quickly. You said <laughs> not not that he said it, but you, you're kind of implying that United are in a false position at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever I see United play, I, I I just kept keep asking myself, how are these guys in second? And it, I think the answer to my question is they just have players who are very, you know, definitive when it comes to it. So play like players like Bruno has just been an ace in their pack, I guess. Um, the game against um, Milan, you could see Milan were out of the team taking the initiative, and boom, United get gets a good get get a good um, chance from who who is it again? Bruno, and mm. it's like okay, cool. It's it's kind of it's, it's kind of frustrating because you you look at a team in second, you look at a team in first, and think okay, yeah, they're really good. Team in second should be you know similar, and they should be pushing them. But you look at United and and compare them to the team in first, you're like okay, that it's a big dis- discrepancy between what playing styles at least. And then you ask, okay, can United have? Do they do they have a good playing style? No, you're boring. So it's it feels like. Do you, do you, you actually you think know, that? I feel like you're you 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 you're think that like what well, I feel not, not the basically part, do you actually think that City are a lot more are better than us by that much? Okay, please don't don't they, d- don't get yeah. confused. You guys beating City, right? No, for, no, no. I wasn't even going to bring that up. Okay, cool. I wasn't because even bring that up. because for City to go, how many how many games unbeaten was it? Fifteen or eighteen? Something something. Yeah. The reason yeah. why the, we, the, the reason why I question that though, the reason why I question not even because we beat them because we we usually beat them it's just that when you look at City's squad they they could have multiple injuries and still play world class players United haven't got that squad so I don't think it's a case of City are just a lot better than us footballing wise I just think they have they just have a lot more options than we but, do but I haven't touched the season, about it squad makes a difference. I haven't touched about squad I'm, no, just, I'm even, saying that you're saying even, because you were saying that. Yeah, go ahead. You were, you, you were saying that um, that um, obviously City are first, and you don't understand how we're second. But I'm looking at it from in the course of the season. City have multiple options that they will always win points simply because they're just better than all the other teams. Okay, let me ask you this. That let me ask you this. In regards to who do you reckon plays the better football, Leicester or United? Uh, Leicester. Mm, okay, I, I don't know. Leicester. Uh, ask, I'm someone, sure. ask someone else who hasn't got affiliation. Guys, tonight. can I get can I get your opinions? People, speak up. Who do you reckon plays the better football, Leicester United? I mean, with Leicester, obviously, that's an identity. Correct. Um, but I feel I feel like it's it's difficult with United, man, because I I hear your point, but I hear the United's boys' point too. Because wherever wherever where, however we want to spin it. United are getting the job done and they have been the second best team in the league mm-hmm. points wise and everything wise if a team gets the job done even though if they have like like you said the ace in a pack which is Bruno they have that Donny calm we had that with Suarez we finished second uh, we have that with Salah we finished fourth every, every team has that at least one Donny that moves mad and then you know it, 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 it papers over the cracks so to speak mm-hmm. fair but, enough Fair enough. And I think taking a step further, and this is really up to United guys to answer it. And I I, I think I, I know that the answer to that is that you guys will obviously make your team better. But this isn't sustainable. That's that's basically my point. Because if Bruno isn't going to, you know, save you guys in each and every game and be the difference, they, you, you're going to need more of a team to play. And and when I but see, the, 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 see oh, I, I, I struggle to understand the, the whole Bruno thing because I'm pr- I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't want to talk about it, but when it was happening, there was like a four, like a five to six win um, de- um game window when Bruno didn't score or assist, he didn't okay. do anything, and we were okay. still winning. So it's almost like don't like 
the only snippet of when Bruno didn't do anything, everyone wants to ignore it. But when he does start scoring the assistant again, it's, oh, it's Bruno F. Bus FC. I'm just like, but but there's been times when he wasn't doing much and we were still winning. Okay. So, the, okay. So which one is it? Which is fair, but you, you have to agree that the definitive points or times or matches that give you guys the, the edge against like the other teams you, you're, you're above yeah. has been Bruno, has been that play and but that's what big and, players are and for, you know man. and you know i agree that's what big players are for but what i'm trying to say is i as as a team like united you need to see that quality more or less spread around your 11 which i'm struggling mm-hmm. to see and another, another yeah, thing i'm struggling i agree with Shalom, man. Yeah, i'm struggling to see is i i really don't trust ole i don't see an identity I'm sorry, but okay, I just don't okay, see. Okay. But just, it, it, you know what? Connie, you know. But it, ah, you know just, what? You know just, what? Fair just, enough. Like it, it, I can't even. I can't even argue against like what you're going. What you're about to say, Charles or Oli, because he's getting the job done. It's just, I, I guess, like the, the the discrepancy, and you can't. You can never, you know, compare anyone to uh, uh, Fergie. But like for mm. us, and as this is me as an outsider looking as United, I expect you. I need to be worried that when I'm playing United tomorrow, I'm I'm shitting my pants because you guys are gonna out football or some play better. Some I don't I don't get that. All I know is just stop Bruno and play your football and more than likely you should win or you should get a result and that's what happened in Milan game Milan just played their football and they had the better chances and they drew that game so you know when you said like you you are very comfortable that you're comfortable and confident about the the away game I'm looking at and thinking if Milan probably get uh, the Zlatan playing firing you're going to have a difficult game in the San Siro. So let's just wait and see. But I, I expect better from United. I applaud you for being second because, you know, like I said, the, the league doesn't lie. But in, in case of Arsenal, that's a different conversation. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. But I just, you know, I, I just, just want I, I, better. I, I just, I just, I just, I just, so I'll finish we, it, man. we move on. Yeah. I just struggle to like, I think people are very much underestimating exactly what Bruno is actually doing in terms of world football at the moment. The Donny's got like 23 goals and like like 16 assists or some, something stupid. There's not there's not many players in any team that's going to play to that level. So it's almost like you're, you're saying that other players should be playing at the level of Bruno. But I'm just like, bro, like, put Bruno in most teams at the moment and they're not going to be having the same kind of output or, or industry that but Bruno is an output monster like that's that's the that's the reality so I think it's almost unfair to compare compare other players around him to him I just I, that's that's my personal opinion in it you might not have to agree with me but if, if you look at actually our team and, and I think I was speaking to Prez about it before you, I can't help but feel that other than probably Bruno we miss a lot of chances and that's why I want us to get a, a, a world-class striker and so, so, so when we do, we can th- those th- those big misses that we do have, we finish them, and then the whole reliance on 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 Bruno isn't going to be as much. I, that's that's my personal opinion, isn't it? but obviously that's hindsight. But I just think it's it's kind of unfair to compare other players around him to Bruno because I think he's just playing at a mad different level at the moment to anyone else. Right. Yeah. I mean, like Shalom there said. It's gonna be a very, very big game um on the on Thursday night. And then obviously, you know, for you guys actually, unlike the rest of us that are out, you have FA Cup um game against Leicester. So it's gonna be a big, big week for um Ole and a big week obviously for United. So hey guys, tune in for the next episode, man. It's gonna be a bit crazy. Now, <laughs> our boy Weisenberg. <laughs> Why is he? You still with us, mate? Always, mate. Always. It's been, um, you know, interesting week for your boys. Um, last week we actually missed your game because it was a late Monday night kickoff. Um, you played Everton, um, and then obviously on the weekend you also had another game where you who you played Leeds. Um, you beat Everton comfortably two 0 Um, however, when you came to Leeds, you had a frustrating nil nil draw. Um, four points. Oh, potential six. You happy with that? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. I mean, no goals conceded. Like, it's it's improvement. I mean, both games, the major talking point was Kai Havertz being that false nine. I mean, you watch the Everton game and he was destructive against Everton. I mean, the major talking point, he won the penalty. He should have been allowed a goal. I mean, how VAR can rule out a goal for handball but then the week before 
rule up the same part of Werner's body as offside. So you can score with it one week, but not in the next. Still quite angry over. But, I mean, it was a good week. Leeds, it was mental how that game didn't end up. With, well, sorry, how that game ended up nil-nil. Mendy was fantastic. Made a couple of saves that I think, like especially that one with Tyler Roberts. I don't think many keepers in world football save. Not um, we need to put respect on Mendy's name, man. He's actually he's good, man. Yeah, I think we need to. Yeah. Than goals conceded this year. Yeah, that that says it all. But like, he's so uh, he 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 went with a bit of a dip when the whole team did. But I think this system has given him a lot of confidence. Like on the ball, he's surprisingly really good. And then yeah, he's just making some cracking saves. Like I say, that Tyler Roberts one because of his size and his length and his athletic ability. Not many keepers are making that save, but he manages to get a touch on it onto the bar. Yeah, that was a quality save. I saw that. Literally fingertips. Yeah, literally just a little bit of fingertips. And then the one where Rafinha spins Aspi. Aspi gets a slight touch on it, but for him essentially to change his body position to get a hand on it, point blank, fantastic. Like He's given the defence a lot more confidence and you can see it radiating throughout the team. We've conceded one goal from the opposition under Tuchel in all the games he's been here, and that was Minamino. It's just... It's a crazy, crazy fact. So we're we're looking good. I'm happy with four points. Yeah, big big up um, to Sean. How he's just sorted out your defense, man. Um, I have to say, I think we mentioned in the last episode, um, bringing in Rudiger has really helped that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably and alongside of him, Christensen. Wow, like new player. That's a remontada, man. Big time. Yeah. It's the fact as well, because both of those boys, their contract runs out the end of next season. So you're almost getting to the point, especially with football these days and the economics of trying to sell players. If you're going to sell them, if you're not going to renew your contracts, you'd have to sell them this summer. You think is not as far back, but go back to January, you'd probably expect both of those to be sold in the summer because they wouldn't get have a future. Rudiger wasn't playing, I was Christensen. Now you're looking at them both as integral parts of this defence. It was like I said last weekend, I don't see, well, I would be very disappointed if Thiago Silva, when he comes back from injury, gets put straight back into the side over Christensen. It, it you, wouldn't you, know, you know that's going to happen though, don't you? I, th- I think it will. I think it will, because I think Thiago <laughs> Silva has been one of our more impressive, but I would be, re- I'd be upset for Christensen and he should be playing a major role throughout the end of the season, not just as a rotation option, because he has been fantastic, not just defending, but uh, and opposed to starting our attacks, he's brilliant. He's always two touch, one touch just to take it in and one pass. It goes straight wide. He doesn't mess about with the ball. And he does try and break the lines of the defence. Whereas Azpi and Rudiger are a little bit safe and they'll usually just go to the wing backs. Christensen's more adept to actually trying those balls through towards Kovacic, towards Mount, towards Ferner towards whoever and actually trying to progress us a lot more. Yeah, he, he can play, man. He, he really can, can, really can. And what you said there, I mean, I watched him against Leeds. He just looked so composed. Mm. Um, he just, he just, you know, you have that player. As you said, you've got Thiago Silva that comes in, he shows experience, but he just looks like Christian is, is, is showing true leadership. And obviously, like I said, it would be a shame to see him get dropped, but I think he will. And um, obviously, you know, you, you brought in Thiago Silva for a reason. And let's, you know, Tushar says, nah, you know what? Let's leave his ears, which I hope he does, because you always got to play your best team. He's going to be out of form when he comes in. That's Thiago Silva. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but you have a big game against one of Andrew's favourite managers, um, <laughs> Diego Simeone. Um, Andy, do, do you think do you think they're going to be able to turn this around at Vertical Madrid? Because Chelsea played fantastic in the first leg that's one of that's one of Kenner's favourite managers man yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> Simeone I don't rate him at all but um, I don't know man I don't know because Kenner's arguments where like obviously Simeone he lives for these kind of um, what do you call it like s- environments two-legged ties uh, that's his that's his MO really so but I'm not sure because Tuchel is really tactically adept and he's not gonna yeah you know, he's he's not going to let an L happen, I don't think. Not against Atletico, at least. Um, Chelsea played really well in the away away game at the Wanda Metropolitano or wherever they were. Well, you played, uh, you played in Bucharest. You played in Bucharest, sorry. But, uh, yeah, you played really well in that game. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see... A great tactical battle. 
Yeah, I don't see I don't see Atletico doing anything unless something mad happens. I can make a safe prediction that that is going to be it's going to be a tense game. But yeah. It's gonna be fucking yeah. boring. I really think it is going to be a boring, yeah. boring game because I mean I remember saying it before the first tie up. Like we, I was fooled by Atletico. Like they've been an atta- more of an attacking team, not necessarily a, an attacking team, but in La Liga they were more of an attacking team, and then seeing go the way they did in that first tie was so disappointing. Six three one. I think it's going to be such a tight game. Like you think, like Chelsea are missing Jorginho and Mount with suspensions, so they're going to play Kovacic, and then it's going to be interesting to see who they play in that front three. But obviously, we're not going to go all out. We're going to try and make Atletico go for it. I don't think Atletico will properly go for the goal until at least at the hour mark. I, don't I think, think they will, man. I think, yeah. I yeah, I, I I think they will attack, but. If they don't, if they do what you said, then they're, yeah, Simeone is a fool, man. But I think they will, man. I hope um, so. Yeah, I can't. Hey, man. Yeah. What's going on with um, Zayich? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> the way I see it, like, I've said it for a while, he plays the balls that nobody else sees. The problem is nobody else at Chelsea is seeing those balls. <laughs> like, it, do- it doesn't help as well. It's, it's very similar to the way Havertz at the start like Havertz has obviously been a lot better over the last week but that's such a short sample size but because he's so languid he's so relaxed even when he's pressing it just doesn't look like he's going in for it he doesn't look like he's giving it all and when you're not performing when you're not getting those killer assists you're not scoring those great goals it just looks a bit shit (laughs) it's not his game man quite frankly it's never been yeah, and I I feel for the guy because I think if he would have won that been really that would have really benefited a proper preseason and a proper time to acclimate and get on the same page. Yeah, some of these balls that he plays are genuinely fantastic. Like when he, but I think someone said it a week or two ago. Like he's that one trick merchant you know, who just puts it onto his left foot and swings it into the far post. And yeah, I mean, I'm struggling to see anything different. He keeps getting opportunities. Like you think he's been getting all these starts, yet Pulisic's first start under Tuchel was against Leeds. And he's been there for what, 12, 13 games. But so Jake, speak- do you yep. not do you not think that one trick that one trick one trick that he does, yeah? Do you not think that's that's he's being told to do that? Do you think that's just him like just doing it rago like? I refuse to believe that. I'm sure he's. But getting he was told. doing it under lamps as well, though, wasn't he? Yeah, I know, I know. But do you think because obviously I actually used to do that quite well, but obviously the other players would reciprocate and be at the at the second post or the back post. But here it doesn't seem to quite work the same way. Surely yeah, the coach must be saying something there, or I think it's one of those cases where you look at the way because he's usually played with Mount being on the other side. Mm. and Mount's that real connector Mount, Mount's the one that's going to give you the energy going to give you the drive he's going to keep things ticking really nicely I think Ziyech is almost like that moment of magic guy yeah. and so naturally good at just cutting in on his left like you can see that but it, he's just wanting the results to happen I think if we do keep him and we take him into next season I'd be hoping for a strong start from him because like I say I think he just needs that time to optimize. he needs that proper game time that training to work on the relationships because without mm. that he's very much just looking like someone that's speaking a completely different language to everyone he's playing a completely different football game to everyone yeah that's facts yeah but it's also been a very good day for um, the future Chelsea stars um, England announced their under-21 squad um, for their European group stages. Um, you can see Callum um odoi got selected. Conor Gallagher got selected. Um, and it's looking very positive for you guys. And um, just to add on that as well, um, congratulations to all the future youngsters that have been selected to um, represent England in their under-21 European competition. Um, also, this also, you know, closed some... Um, Discussions about you know who's going. I was literally waiting for it. Like, oh um, my days! The group chat was quiet. Like, I was just waiting for it. The and moment he mentioned just only once, I was just like, ah, here we go. <laughs> quiet. Well done, anything? Man. Anything to say then? Or was well, it about Greenwood? Who else, man? Yep. Who else? 
No, yeah. well done. No, no, like, well, if it, I was if, quite if, shocked about that. Yeah, though. if we're um, going by what we think is going to happen now that's been announced, um, then yeah, it's deserved. I think. I think in terms of the course of the season, these uh, squad very instructive for the Euros because you think this is the, like the last chance for certain people to impress, and we're also going to. Yeah. I think we're also going to see the formation that Southgate's going to play, mm-hmm. unless he like mixes it up. But I imagine he's going to play five at the back. But this, this. Uh... Yeah, yeah, that is, that is Do you guys know the format of this under twenty one Euros as well? They're playing that next week, the group stages, and then cool. the knockout stages will be in May. Right. Really? Okay. Yeah, it will be broke broken up. Where are they playing it? Like, what country? Slovi- Slovenia, Slovenia, Slovakia. I think. Oh, so in theory, they could they could still play for the. So they can still play. Still- and they, some of them can still make the Euros. Yeah. That was, yeah. Okay. That's, that changes. That's why. Like that's you. why they moved it because it was going to coincide. Yeah. So Gunwood has to move mad if he wants a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Allow it. It's a, obviously it's a, it's a long shot, but it's a long that's, shot. That, that's his. That's his. Uh, <laughs> that's his only shot. It's a very long shot. And speaking of shots, eh, let's get to that bar, man, boy. Trying to yeah, warm up my chest. <laughs> first of all um, I'm just going to go straight into it I just want to um, give a shot um, to, to the Arsenal team you know um, I doubted them because I thought you know I'll be honest Mitchell and you can get at me um, some of these guys didn't really understand um, how big this game is my legend Ian Wright said it himself you just whatever you do you do not lose to Tottenham and the boys, you know, performed, showed character and what what we, I just love that performance for them. So I'm going to take a big, strong shot for that Arsenal team. And I know now I've said this, we're going to get knocked out. To <laughs> yeah, cool. I got a young shot, to be honest. Um, want to take a shot for my star boy, um, Greenwood, man. I think he hasn't been scoring, um, which I think a lot of the headlines will obviously be. Um, but you can ask a lot of of United fans. I think I'm I'm almost I'm kind of happier with his his performances this season. I was even last, even though he was scoring more last. I think he's he's definitely been a lot better in terms of his overall um, play. Yeah, so I just think and the goals will come in it. So shout out Mason Greenwood, man. I'll take a shot. Um, my shot goes to two people. Um, first would be Martin. Nord- the God for scoring first on Premier League goal and in the North London that's how we love it that's how we love it so I'll take a shot for that for him I would take a shot for Emil for getting adopted under 21 um shot out to both guys and shots to both guys so yeah that's my shots um I've, I've got a young one um for another young red uh, Amadiallo obviously getting his uh, his senior goal uh, for uh, United I'm hoping that he gets many more opportunities to show what he's about I think he's got bags of talent and he's got a lot to show and potentially a lot to offer especially in the senior team so hopefully you know with the you know I know we've, we're getting players back now but I'm hoping that he gets opportunities to, to show himself between now and the end of the season so shout out uh, Amadiallo man Any more shots? Ah, cool. Say no more. Um, it's been a it's been a very interesting week, and as we just said there, Andy, thanks for informing us about the new format um, of the Under Twenty Ones um, Championship. It's just gonna it's just gonna be more games. Like we're 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 not lacking games. Um, but please, um, guys, keep safe. Um, we'll be let outside soon. Um, I also know- international week, so the curious case. <laughs> Local. <laughs> 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 my nine scored again. I just need to know if uh, certain. <laughs> Anyways, I'll save that for another day. Um, guys, um, it's been a pleasure. It's been episode fifty-five. We'll see you next week for episode fifty-six. Peace. Peace. Hey, hi.